The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to the to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes to our listeners around the world in New Zealand, Estonia, and Latvia, and in the states of Alaska, Idaho, and Minnesota. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In addition to posting all of our shows, I post special uplifting messages to you, and I repost videos that will make you laugh, feel good about all of the kindness in the world, Fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals, the delight of dance and music, and the joy of being alive. With all of the viciousness and fear that is being spread, we must find a way to keep ourselves positive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. Use the link on this page to like us on Facebook. Then follow Paula Joyce and I will help you be part of the solution. And now your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur, like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace, and wealth. So please 
always use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Do body awareness exercise. Most of us ignore our body, how it feels, what it wants. This is especially true for people who have lived through various kinds of trauma, including being a refugee, suffering from PTSD, surviving abuse that was physical, mental, emotional, sexual, or financial or self-abuse with addiction or a sudden death or accident. When something traumatic happens to us, we get overwhelmed and often move into our heads to cope. We start thinking instead of feeling. Learning to feel again can take time and the body is one important avenue for this process. You can learn to pay attention to your body through activities such as yoga, Pilates, Feldenkrais, and Tai Chi. Through body awareness, we can actually heal and come to a peaceful state of mind. The quality of peace within the individual, a nation, and the world comes from the divine feminine. In my January 7th show, Psychic Dwan Washington told us how critical it is that we connect with the new divine feminine energy that is coming into the world now. We need to balance the masculine energies with the feminine. We see how important this is when we watch what is happening in the elections in the United States and throughout the world with increased fear, anger, and and verbal and physical violence. Because we so desperately need this energy now, I'm facilitating the I'm awakening, embodying the divine feminine. This guided meditation will give you increased healing, intuition, and connection to spirit by opening 13 new channels in your back. This energy is needed to create a balance between our masculine and feminine energies, the yin and the yang, and to bring peace and harmony to you and the world. Be among the first to receive the blessings of this meditation. Join us, relax, and experience wholeness. The Am Awakening will bring you more healing within your body, increased creativity, greater connection to your limitless higher self, increased intuition, and improved healing of your heart that is your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual heart. We'll be at the CSL Dallas, a center for spiritual living, this Sunday, September 18th. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area. And looking ahead, I'll be facilitating creating financial abundance on October 16th. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences 
and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today. Dr. Becky Thompson, who will talk with us about healing trauma through yoga and the Dallas Trauma Center's Survivors Conference that is shining a spotlight on Becky and her work. Last week, psychologist Dr. Jana Fon shared with us how she combines spirituality and psychology to help her clients make faster progress. Her methodologies changed when her own mother died and she consulted a medium. That was a turning point in her personal life and in her counseling. She talked about how her work is enriched through an understanding of past lives and soul groups and consultations with mediums. When a psychologist can approach clients with the recognition that they are souls with experiences that go beyond this lifetime, they can help them see life and healing from a broader perspective. The judgment about what is good and what is bad is removed because life is seen as lessons to be learned. That can even mean ending a toxic relationship with a close family member without guilt. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link. You can hear it or any other shows that you missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. And while you're there, you just might want to listen to the previous week's show with James Van Prague. As one person wrote to me, thanks for making my day this morning. I just finished listening to your show with James Van Prague. And because of it, I will approach my day in a more spiritual way. God bless you, Paula. I am proud to know you. I really appreciated Leslie's message, and James is just that inspirational. While he was in Dallas last week, I went to hear him twice. When I got to meet him at the end of the first night, I mentioned that he was on my show last week, and he said, that was really fun. And it was. He has a great sense of humor and was very personable in sharing stories and wisdom on living life fully in the moment. So if you missed it, be sure to listen on demand. My silver lining story for today came during my experience last weekend with James. Both my father and sister came to me with healing messages. As my regular listeners know, I grew up in a family with emotional and psychological abuse. Sometimes in that kind of situation, the children bond with each other and become a mutual support system. This was not the case with my sister and me. We were often compared to each other which put a barrier between us. 
This carried over into our adult lives and resulted in periods when we didn't speak to each other. During my sister's last days on this earth, we were able to heal the wounds from our childhood and express the love we had for each other. Although I had much gratitude for the silver lining of our healing, I still carried a sadness that we were not able to sustain a healthy relationship while she was alive. During the Saturday workshop with James Van Prague, as I was further developing my psychic and mediumship abilities, my sister came through to talk to me. I knew that she had changed her her appearance on the other side because she had never been happy with her weight or her body shape. So, as you can do on the other side, she created the body she wanted. What was particularly fun was that she had also grown her hair and was wearing it like I do now. It was as if if she was trying in every way possible to create the closeness with me now that she had rejected when she was alive. She told me she loved visiting me in my home and following me around as I went through my day. She said, I like the way you live. You have a good life. It gave me a wonderful feeling to know that she was enjoying hanging out with me now. I knew with certainty that this was my sister because of a personal comment she made. After my mother died, she had become envious that I believed in an afterlife. She had majored in science and wanted facts and concrete evidence. I had been an English major, so inference and looking for the meaning between the lines came naturally to me. What she said to me was, I wish I had believed in the afterlife when I was alive. It's really so simple. It's just God. That statement with a touch of humor is exactly what she would have said. I now felt peace that we had completed our healing and were embarking on a new phase in our relationship. In fact, I'm looking forward to seeing how it develops. Previously, she had told me that a book would be coming out that would help her two daughters heal the generational pattern of abuse. I asked how I would know which book, and she said that she would make sure I knew. In fact, when I had Natalie Boudin on my June 2nd show to talk about the book of Ho'opono Opono, I knew This was the book. Natalie had used her modification of the Hawaiian shamanic healing technique to heal her own family pattern of abuse. A fabulous silver lining is that now my sister and I need each other and want to work together to heal our family pattern of abuse. I'm getting what I always wanted, even though it didn't show up when or in the way I expected. I'm open to seeing how what I am getting will be even better. I want to share a poem with you that I wrote in 2001, which helped me understand the generational pattern of the women in my family. My legacy. Three generations of women, separate and one, lying on the ground, playing out assigned roles, mouths on fire, insides ablaze, waiting, all grown up before their time, mothering their mothers, mothering their siblings, no childhood, only responsibility. Great-grandma married at 13, still wanting to play in the sandbox. No, you're a married woman. 
widowed at 25, my grandmother 10, now the mother. No time to play, no time to relax, no time to express your soul. Grandma had dreams too, something better for her children. No more pogroms, no more terror, no more hiding. But what about her? No husband for nine years. She sent him to America. He earned their passage twice, the first money lost at sea. Nine years of a one-room shack, nine years of being a wet nurse and laundress, nine years of pogroms, war, fear, food lines, nine years of isolation from family. You sent our son, brother, nephew away. My aunt at seven, now the mother. No time for self, no self to make time for. Help others, work hard at 16 the money arrived. America, the land of opportunity, balls of fire popping on her tongue, stuck in her throat. Clean, sew, cook, night school, don't read the newspaper, there's always work to do. Now, no one is looking. Turn on the radio, dance, laugh, sing. A married woman, a mother, and finally playing. And me, the fourth generation, What's my legacy? Strength, courage, endurance, joy and sadness, an open heart. I am standing up, my mouth on fire, my insides ablaze, no longer waiting. Our guest today knows about healing from abuse. Becky Thompson is a scholar, poet, activist, and yoga teacher. She's the author of Survivors on the Yoga Mat and several other books on social justice, trauma, and healing. Becky, a Ph.D. department chair and professor of sociology at Simmons College, also teaches yoga internationally. Her honors and awards include Rockefeller and Ford Fellowships, the Gustavus Myers Award for Outstanding Books on Human Rights, the Mosaic Award for Excellence in Teaching, and the Creative Justice Poetry Prize. She is also headlining our Dallas Trauma Survivors Conference, which you can learn more about by clicking on the link on this page. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my guided meditation, The I'm Awakening, Embodying the Divine Feminine, or to schedule one in your area. Then go to Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Becky Thompson, who will talk with us about healing trauma through yoga. Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. 
the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to become part of the conversation today, please call 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. I hope you wrote down what trauma you still need to heal. I'm so pleased to welcome Dr. Becky Thompson to talk more about healing trauma through yoga and the conference that she's going to be headlining. Welcome, Becky. It's so good to have you you on the show. Um, So I was wondering if you would please begin by talking with us about why the body is so important in as an avenue to healing trauma. Part of the reason that I think so many of us have been tuning into the power of the body is our increasing awareness 
that we can't get to some of our healing unless we're willing to go through the body. That for many of us, the injuries that we faced were encoded in the body in ways that go deeper than words. And so our work is to allow uh, movement and breath and patience and community and music and dance it's all part of yoga and other healing practices to help us unlock memories. And the memories won't necessarily come up as complete, intact ideas or concepts, but rather as emotion or a sensation that, when they're released, can help move us to a, a new and, and, and a more secure place in the world. And and I think we don't always need to know why we're crying or why um, we're feeling the feeling that we are. I think uh, we always want to understand with the mind, but sometimes just allowing the feeling is all that's really necessary for the healing. Definitely. Many of the people who I interviewed for Survivors on the Yoga Mat spoke about how once they were able to work with their feelings and with sensations, they were able to get to a much deeper place because the mind is often scared by or blocked in terms of being able to heal. But feeling and sensation is often the key to that to that wholeness. And we don't necessarily have the story that's behind that feeling. In fact, one of the definitions of trauma is that it works like an eraser. So that for a lot of us, that we don't, we'll never have the whole uh, story. It, it is almost by definition incoherent. So what we're left to work with is the feeling and sensation. And that's the piece to start to trust. And yoga is one way to be able to trust okay, there's a feeling that's coming up like despair or panic or fear or excitement or fury and that it can come up and then it will also pass. That feelings or sensations are like clouds. That they, they don't last forever. I think for a lot of survivors of trauma, it's hard to remember that it's not always going to be that hard or that um, difficult that there's, there's ways we can move beyond it. And certainly a yoga class is, is one of those that moves us forward, that we keep, we keep, we move from down dog to up dog to child's pose to down. There's some kind of circular rhythm that happens to move us through difficult feelings and sensations. And you talk about trust and trusting ourselves after trauma and trusting others is so challenging because people who you thought you could trust hurt you. And so how do you... You know, you and I have had some wonderful conversations about this, trusting ourselves even if the outside world isn't validating or trusting our intuition even if we don't get support for that. And that is one of the things that happens with trauma. It's just like the rug got pulled out from, from underneath you for a while, but I don't think that that's necessarily permanent. Part of what I 
have loved about doing the interviews for survivors and also in my yoga teaching is is finding out that survivors have our own culture, our own uh, ways of being in the world as we're rebuilding trust. And there, that there's something quite special about people who really walk through the fire in our life, especially when we're on a, you know, a consistent path of healing. I think about, for example, that you can often tell about who the trauma survivors are in a class because we're the ones like wiggling on the mat or not able to shut our eyes in Shavasana or uh, running out of the room or um, the first ones to meet the teacher or the ones that will never go up to the teacher. That's like the ones who are really working on trust and in, in sometimes in obvious ways. And there's something very endearing about that um, tentativeness, that willingness to kind of um, walk through the difficulties in, in a way that you you will hopefully have someone to hold you on the other end. But this this piece of trauma survivors as um, having in common needing to trust ourselves again goes along with that we're often the ones at the, at the very front of liberation struggles. We often have an ingenious and intuitive sense about people in the world. We're often the ones who are willing to question authority. And we're the ones that stick up for the for the the unsung heroes. So that the 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 tendency in so much of the literature is to talk about trauma survivors in the negative or as pathologized or as always struggling. And I and I like to also celebrate that we tend to be the ones like going for the gusto and seeking out joy and and knowing that life is short and that we need to, you know, embellish upon it in the ways we can. Yes, and, you know, you referred to the conversations that we've had uh, offline uh, before this show and that we both know about healing from trauma from the inside and the outside because we both experienced trauma in our lives and chose to heal from it rather than to uh, and, and to help others heal rather than to close off and try to just take a deep breath and go on, which doesn't really work. No, I, unfortunately, if, if there isn't a way to deal with the trauma, it comes back and bites you from behind. That's the piece. It, it follows you. It's like a haunting presence or like a ghost that is a specter, and it, it's, it's um, you know, there's something about the memory and the, the, the fragmented narrative, the, 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 the jostling of the senses that is insistent upon attention. And so some of, I think, those of us who understand a connection between healing and justice know that part of the work in the world is to be sure people have access to resources so they can heal. That My, my belief is that people uh, are drawn to heal. They're, they're drawn to be whole, but don't necessarily have what they have, what they need available to them. Some of the reason that I, you know, continue to adore teaching at the, at the YMCA is that it's a way to make sure that, to make accessible to 
to everyday people tools for healing. And that it shouldn't just be available to people who have a lot of money or a lot of time. Because you can get a lot done in a 45-minute or hour-long yoga class. And you also travel every summer to work with refugees. Would you talk with us a little bit about that? Sure. That's another way where I think being on a yoga path has made a big difference in what just happened in my life. I, I, I keep feeling guided. In this case, I was on sabbatical in Lesbos, Greece, which is this just delicious, beautiful matrifocal, uh, sustainable farming, democratic, idyllic space. And I was there working with an elder yogini, Angela Farmer, on a writing project when a group of Syrian university students who could have walked right out of NYU or any other college or university came toward me on a, on a road that was right by, right on the the shore between Lesbos and Turkey, and they had just almost drowned coming on a raft about 10 kilometers from Turkey to to Lesbos, and pointed to me about how they had to keep their bodies completely quiet and really go inside of themselves, almost like in meditation, in order to not capsize. I was just totally blown away that these strapping, you know, very handsome, multilingual young guys had almost died. And then within a couple of days started to piece together that an increasing number of rafts were coming from Turkey of people, whole families of people from Syria and Afghanistan and Pakistan and Sri Lanka and Palestine and really risking their lives to try to save their lives. And so alongside many other yogis and also many, many people from the island of Lesbos, we tried to create ways to welcome people. And at that point, there were no Doctors Without Borders, there was no NGOs, there was no public transportation, there, was, there were no services available, and thousands of people were coming um, increasingly, you know, within by May and June of, of, the year of 2015. And they continued to come all the way through last year until this March. So I, I went back to Greece three times in the last year. And each time was very, very different because the relationship between Turkey and the EU has shifted. And, but the need among the refugees has continued to expand. And I just read today in the New York Times that, that the, the holding of the refugees in Turkey for the last several months is it's, it's failing in part because of the relationship between Turkey and the EU. And what that means is that increasing numbers of refugees are going to come again. There's humanitarian work being done, and it's not nearly enough in relationship to people's needs. And I, I came to understand that what's called the refugee crisis is also the biggest intergenerational interfaith peace march in modern history. That's what I've been witnessing is a peace march because the people coming across trying to save their lives are the peacemakers. They're the ones that don't want to be involved in any way, shape, or form in violence. It's, it's been a beautiful experience, and I certainly feel as if the yoga and my own healing as a, as a trauma survivor 
is what guided me to be there. And and what you're talking about, because you talk in your book, too, about the combination of yoga, meditation, and spirituality, and this desire, and you were just talking about these young men being in a meditative state to get across without tipping the boat over, and I also heard the spiritual um, a commitment to peace and healing of these people who are having to leave their fo- homes because they refuse to be a part of what's going on. And that's one of the experiences that I had over the months of being there on the shoreline and then walking with people up a mountain pass was it, it's as if my spine was growing. It was as if my backbone got stronger just by walking next to people. The, the level of courage and ingenuity and grace and gratitude um, and um, bravery that I witnessed on a daily basis was infectious. And I, I will never forget the, the feeling actually inside of my body of being able to just walk a little bit taller just by being able to be with people as they were as they were walking and as they were holding on to their families going up the mountain passes. And, and that strength and that community building and that commitment helps to change each individual in the way that it changed you and that then spreads out and creates more healing and positivity in the world. That's beautiful, what you just said. (laughs) Um, It is. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I am so grateful for what you're doing in the world and for having you on this show. And I want to talk more with you. We're going to go to a short break and then we'll come back. Sounds I'm your good. Host. I'll be right here. Okay. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You will receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. It allows you to integrate the head and the heart, the conscious and the unconscious, the spiritual and physical realms. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking. It continues to be a gift that helps my clients heal more profoundly and faster than would normally be possible. Now, on your paper, write down how yoga can help you heal. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Becky Thompson to talk more about healing trauma through yoga. And be sure to click on the link to Dallas Trauma Survivors Conference to learn more about this wonderful opportunity to experience Becky in person. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. 
the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too, while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how yoga can help you heal. I'm so glad we're here with Dr. Becky Thompson to talk more about healing trauma through yoga. Uh, Becky, I am thoroughly enjoying our conversation, and I was wondering if you would I wanted to touch on some of the things that you mentioned in the first part. You were talking about the importance of the teacher and to help um, develop trust. And yet, as we both know, and as you talk about in your book, sometimes teachers are um, detriments and help bring up some of the pain of the trauma that we lived through. Sometimes I don't think teachers have done their own work yet in their own bodies enough to be able to know how to really sit with people and listen deeply. And some of that means that we need to make space in in teacher trainings for people to do a lot of self-reflection. You know, in the, in the yama and the niyamas, which are the observations and the, um, and the commitments in the Yoga Sutras, one of them is Svadhyaya, which means self-reflection. And I love that word Svadhyaya. It sounds like, you know, getting your yayas out. But it, it's, it's a Sanskrit word that, 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 that reminds us about the need for our own reflection. And sometimes the yoga trainings are, there's so much emphasis on getting the alignment right and on mirrors and adjustments that we don't really have the time or the space to say, wait, let me, let me see how come I'm doing the teaching to begin with. So many people who come to teach actually come because they're trying to heal themselves. And yet the professionalization makes it increasingly difficult to even talk about our own struggles and our own vulnerabilities 
it's as if the more you teach, the more you're supposed to have it all together, and you can't kind of admit, wait, I don't get this. So I think that part of what's been impressing me about the socially conscious group of yoga teachers that have been gathering together in Boston, and I know that's happening in many different parts of the country, is making space for self-reflection and actually saying that sometimes we need to have supervision, that we need to have a place we can go to when we see people struggling in our classes and, and not knowing exactly how to handle it. So there being a space to really ask questions and to be able to have our own vulnerabilities, I think that's what what makes it possible to continue to grow as a teacher. And one of the characteristics that I saw come up over and over again among the people that I interviewed about when they would talk about the teachers that they trusted is the ones that were authentic. Not, you know, a, a pretend ohm or, or not someone who felt like they had it together all the time or not someone who was like holier than thou, but people who were just being themselves. And I, the one of the sections in the book is in the shadow of the temple because the work of the teacher really is not to be in the front know and the you know knowing everything, but to really be willing to be our vulnerable selves. I, I say in my classes that people's first teacher is their body, and their last teacher is their body. And I'm a uh, distant planet. And they can tune in and listen, or they don't need to at all. I think too about Angela Farmer, who's had such a tremendous impact on me, who teaches it in uh, Greece and has been there with her partner, Victor Van Kooten, for for decades now. And when you look around at her yoga classes, when she's really in the flow, everybody's doing their own thing. There's just nobody doing exactly the same pose. That's the self-healing piece. And that takes a, a conscious and very confident teacher to not feel like you have to have everyone doing exactly the same thing, but trusting people to find their own way. I love that you're taking responsibility for the training of the yoga teachers. And I think the other side of that is is that practitioners, uh, those of us who are taking yoga classes, and especially those of us who are healing from trauma, need to also take responsibility for the fact that this teacher isn't working for me. I don't like the way he or she talks to me. I don't like the way he or she treats me. I don't like the way I feel when I'm in this class. I need to, and rather than making it something wrong with me, rather looking at, I need to find another teacher. This is yes. not a good match. Yes, I mean, I, I talk about, to new students, I talk about, finding a yoga class, like finding the right pair of shoes. No, sometimes you have to go to several different shoe stores to find the just the right brand that feels just right. And it's so worth it to do that, that seeking until there's uh, some kind of connection. Because you never really know exactly what kind of yoga class is going to work for you. Sometimes it's quite surprising for example, the kind of yoga that I teach is, I guess you would call it like a vinyasa flow with meditation and music, but that's not the yoga that I mostly practice. I practice a high-intensity, hot, 
sweaty yoga that is very regimented. And you wouldn't necessarily expect that that would be the kind that would so work for me. And I'm, I'm a, a polygamist when it comes to yoga. I, I try, I, I practice various different traditions, right? But I still come back to a very regimented, hot class, you know, 16 years, 17 years in, because there's something about the familiarity of it and the heat of it. So I think it takes a lot take something to be able to go out and see what's really going to work and, and be open to surprises. They didn't think that was going to work for you, but also some of the students that I've learned the most from are ones who are willing to speak up on their own behalf. I know I'm working with someone now who's been doing yoga for about 10 years, and she's very clear that she doesn't ever want an adjustment. She comes in, she makes it clear at the beginning of class, and she's stuck by it. She's She's doing her own thing on her mat. And it's so helpful when a student is really clear about what works and what doesn't. And also that it can change. You know, there are times when you might need adjustments or want adjustments, the hands-on connection, and other times when the last thing you want is anyone to come over and, and join you in that kind of way. And also where you are in the class, the way you sit in the front or the back or being willing to to mix it up because we change so much. And that's part of the learning to trust yourself and also discovering yourself, which kind of yoga really works for me. I know I dabbled in a lot, too, of, of different forms, trying to find, and there were periods of time when I wanted this kind or I wanted that kind because I needed something different that that form of yoga was giving me. And it, it was so self-empowering to know I didn't have to be married to or committed to one thing that I could experience and explore. I think, too, there's a tendency to think about yoga as monolithic, partly because of the capitalist representations of it as upper middle class, white, thin, women in fancy studios, but yoga is being practiced in, in, you know, storefronts, and it's being practiced in community centers, and it's being practiced in prisons and in refugee camps, and uh, there is yoga that is quite accessible financially, and when we think about the roots of yoga are multiracial. Yoga comes from North Africa, it comes from indigenous communities in the United States, it comes from uh, India, right? And so what that means is that the roots of yoga are multiracial, and which really counters this the image that we're seeing in the yoga journal and, and in, in more uh, normative places. But what that means to me is that yoga is inevitably connected with doing justice work, and some of what makes it possible for people across class and across race and sexuality to be in a yoga class is when they know that the roots are deep and multiracial and that no one owns a particular yoga studio. It's actually an earth-based practice um, that for, for, for a long, long time had nothing to do with money. Right? It came through the earth. It came through our bodies. And that everyone has the right to practice yoga. And that it's by definition a spiritual practice because it means unity with God and so that we are 
connecting and opening ourselves up. And you and I talked about channeling that sometimes um, when we write or paint that whole um, uh, uh, pieces come through to us through us as opposed to being directed by us. One of the experiences that many people who are doing yoga over the long time talk about is that the opening of the channels of the body, the opening of the meridians, the release of the kundalini, the, the, the reviving of the chi, of the prana. And that then creates a space for an opening of creativity. You know, there's so much emphasis in, in the United States on the front body. Most all the cues are um, from the front and the, the use of the mirrors and even the chakras are taught as a front body energy system. But really what's going on is in the back body. That's the source of intuition, the source of creativity, of the unconscious, of wisdom, that's where the channeling happens. So this, the work with the back body is to understand the wings that come from our lungs and the ability of the kidneys to rise up as we reach toward the sky. And that opening in our bodies allows for an opening of consciousness. And I'm not sure I would have exactly believed that until I was really experiencing it myself. In, the, in my own writing, it's as if the yoga brought me to another place in my creativity because of the stretching in the body, allowing the stretching of my mind, since the body and the mind are really one and the same. And, and I'm going to close us off there and just point out that also the writing and painting and so on is a, and creativity is another way to heal as you've shown shown so beautifully through your own writing and your own poetry. Thank you. I'd like to give a plug just in hopes that when I come to Dallas, which is happening at the end of October, anybody who's listening who's in the Texas area, because I know you have a really wide uh, listening audience, but anyone who is in the area uh, there's a grassroots, democratic, multiracial, community-based uh, conference, Survivors in Paradise, and uh, I'll yeah. be there, and um, uh, several uh, other people I'm really looking forward to will be there, and I just and, have to meet uh, any of the listeners who might be able Be- to come. Becky, and yes, they can click on the Dallas Trauma Survivors Conference on my page to learn more about it. Please Thank go you. and see Becky, and also check out BeckyThompsonYoga.com. Thank you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to Dr. Becky Thompson's um, uh, Dallas Trauma Survivors Conference. Like us on Facebook, then click on the link to my resources page to purchase Survivors on the Yoga Mat and go to my store to purchase my books. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as overcoming abuse, 
through self-empowerment, 21 steps for healing the body, energy healing, the OM awakening, and the ultimate creative problem-solving process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, the archangels. The angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. Click on the register. On the link to register for the I'm Awakening, Embodying the Divine Feminine, which will open those channels in your back that Becky was talking about. Then go to the calendar of events and press click here to send me an email with your questions and comments. If you live in Dallas, I invite you to experience my ultimate creative problem-solving process. Just click on the meetup link on this page. Please join us next Thursday when Stefan Schwartz will talk with us about how making compassionate, life-affirming choices can change the world. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember... You are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.